0: Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit, fruit snacks. snacks. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Fruit Snacks Podcast. My name is Brian, and today there is no Shane. So, again, this is going to be another interview episode. So, I'm really happy to have you guys with us. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest right now. So, my good friend, Hajin Cho. <laughs> hey, <Hello>. girl. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey. <laughs> you nervous, bitch? I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Oh my gosh.
1: Um, you want to
0: do the intro with me? So, this is how we do it. I say, I'm Brian, and then you say, I'm Shane. I to say, I'm Shane. See, it's so natural. I'm going to say, I'm Brian. You're going to say, I'm Hodgen. And then together we're going to say, and you are listening to, and then you say, Fruit
1: Snakes. Like,
0: really up here in the nose. Okay? okay? <laughs> so, ready? We'll give it a go. Hi, I'm Brian.
1: Hi, I'm Hodgen.
0: And you're listening to Fruit Snakes. Fruit snakes! Do you have a tongue pop? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god,
0: I'm nervous.
1: Roll it up now!
0: So, hey, Hajin.
1: <laughs> hey, Brian. Okay,
0: so this is, we're just, for this fruit roll up, I want the oh listeners to understand our dynamic and how we met and stuff like that. But before <laughs> we get into that, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, subscribe, rate, share, follow, blah di da And if you're listening to this episode, if you could do us a favor and take a screenshot and just load it to your Instagram story, we'll load it onto our Instagram um, at Pod. The only thing that I found out is that um, if you are private and you load it to your story, we can't see it because we, we literally follow no one. Um, but if you're public and you... Um, post post it into your story. We can see it. We will repost it because I know some people are like, you didn't post my screenshot, but I can't because you're not public. That's all.
1: Well.
0: So what up, Hajin?
1: What's up, Brian? Okay,
0: so let's go into it. Um, How do we know each other? Do you want to tell the story?
1: We met at the happiest place on earth.
0: Is it the happiest place on earth? Um, That's
1: questionable. That's questionable. (laughs) Let me rephrase. We met at rehearsals. So,
0: (laughs) um, <laughs> Hajin is a singer, and um, we do Mickey and the Magical Map together, and she's really good friends with Mulan. So, wait, do you want to do you want to give her a little little uh, sing a little few bars? Oh my god! Yeah, sing for us! <laughs> Come on, like like literally one line.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> Who is that girl I see?
0: Thank That's you. all <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because when we first met, Hajin, what was your like me?
1: You didn't like me. Okay, I
0: was just gonna say, what was your first impression?
1: I thought he was kind of like the head bitch in charge. Like that's the vibe. Got that's my life. Yeah, he kind of like call the shots. Whenever I'm like in a new environment, I don't want to like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to like step on. I don't want to like overstep anyone's boundaries. So I like kind of mind my own business. But I was being friendly, and he didn't like that. He thought I was like being fake.
0: No, because... That's what he said. <laughs> Hajin is, like, kind of quirky. I'm friendly. You're super friendly and, <laughs> like, super quirky. And, like, you're... You kind of have, like, um... take Don't take offense to this, but, like, manic energy sometimes.
1: <laughs> that is true. That's true.
0: So when I was I'm talking to it. you, I was like, what is this bitch fucking saying? Well, it's
1: because I was so comfortable. I get comfortable with people really fast. Mm-hmm. And then I thought we clicked. And he thought I was like, this bitch is too much. Too much. She needs to take a step back. She doesn't know where she's at. But now, my take, now I like
0: this bitch. I'm taking her on vacations every fucking <laughs> week. We're going to Hawaii together, all that.
1: True, true, true. Um, yeah, so we met at rehearsals 2016. So it's been a three, a little over three year friendship. Yeah. yeah. Do you
0: want to explain to listeners how you're a wicked? Oh my God.
1: Because oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm very into like holistic wellness, all those things. And um, yeah, I collect crystals. He nah, calls bitch, them rocks. rocks, he calls them rocks.
0: Um, she's not really a witch, so I'm just kidding. I'm but not,
1: I, I'm not. I, I just, like to make
0: fun of her for that.
1: Yeah, I collect crystals, I meditate, I sage, I have my incense. My whole room is like a fucking like meditation studio. So. Yeah, it's
0: rocker chick.
1: Rocker chick.
0: What is your, <laughs> what is your um, favorite crystal?
1: Mm, turquoise it's for your throat chakra I wear turquoise every day and it's a nice color I'm just really drawn to blue stones and what is um,
0: what is what is the energy that turquoise gives off
1: it's just um clarity uh you um good communication skills mm. and confidence in, in yourself and uh what you speak about so Work. I feel like those are things I've always struggled with like I you know making myself smaller because I felt like I was too much And um, yeah, it's just honestly, and it's beautiful. That's why I wear it.
0: My favorite (laughs) favorite is um, probably Black Obsidian. Yeah. I want to block that negative energy. Yes. I like Blackstones too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Get that negative shit out of here, bitch.
0: So let's just jump right into this episode.
1: Okay. Yes. (laughs)
0: All right, guys, so I brought Hajin on today's episode because I wanted to talk about um, what it's like being an Asian American growing up within um, Michigan and then within, um, what is it? California, I guess I feel like you've had a lot of life-changing stages where you kind of like reopen your eyes to things like that Mm -hmm. Um, And just as a disclaimer, we're sorry if you hear things like in the background because in the studio right now (laughs) We have a window open and there's like planes going by because it's hot as fuck. So yeah, Um, so let's just start right at the beginning Um, Where were you born?
1: I was born in Daejeon, South Korea. It's a province in South Korea. And then I was born there. And then I grew up in Seoul, the capital, till I was about five.
0: OK, and yeah. then um, you moved where from and there? And then
1: our family immigrated to Michigan, East Lansing, Michigan. Um, yeah, around five, six. And then I grew up there my whole life. Uh, and then I moved to California for college. So,
0: okay, yeah. So then um, did you speak korean like in your household growing
1: up yes so korean is my first language um i am fluent in it but i wouldn't say i'm like i have like a, an extensive vocabulary the like i speak like how a five-year-old would like i know very very basics um but i try and speak it with my parents
0: okay yeah so w- when you were in michigan you paint the picture of kind of like the demographics, like were you in Mm -hmm. a pocket of like Koreans Mm -hmm. or was it more of like one ethnicity?
1: No, so East Lansing is, it's a beautiful college town. That's where Michigan State University is, but the community in East Lansing where like families raise their kids that don't like relate to the college at all. It's a very white community. I grew up in a very white dominant space. Um, Yeah, just like beautiful homes, picket fences, a lot of white people. All my friends were white. Is
0: it like what uh, the American dream and yes, would it's be? it's
1: very like stereotypically Midwest. Like you're friends with your neighbors. Everyone's friendly. Michigan's a great place, but um, yeah, it's just very white. That's the <laughs> only way to describe it.
0: Um, what what made your parents move to Michigan? <laughs> oh, my dad's a,
1: my dad's a college professor. He teaches architecture, and then he was invited to teach at Michigan State for a year, and then my parents um they were like, wow, America's great, the land of the free, we need to raise our <laughs> children here, they're gonna have so many more opportunities. And we like adjusted really fast, like me and my older brother at the time, I didn't have my younger brother yet, um, we just really, we, yeah, we adjusted very quickly to the, to the environment and we made all sorts of friends and my parents were like, I think they would thrive here in the States and you know, they get an American education, and go to American yeah. college. So um, they decided to raise us in the States.
0: That is so, I feel like, um, the immigrant story. Such an immigrant yeah. story.
1: Of, like sacrificing yes. their own needs so, for their children so and So with family. that, I think yeah. that's a
0: very good point because I feel like now, the like generationally, it's a little bit different because I feel like back when our parents were coming to America, um, the idea was like to go to America for like... A new future, right? Mm-hmm. But then I also think that like you leave a sense of yourself behind oh, when you're absolutely. not American. Yeah. Um, so when you started growing up in America, mm-hmm. did your mom kind of like suppress the Asian side? Because I know in my mm-hmm. household we suppressed you did, our Asian yeah. side. Yeah.
1: No, actually it was the opposite. Maybe because I mean you have a black dad and right. like both my parents are Korean. Um, they really tried to. I grew up in a very traditional Korean household. Like always, Korean food was eaten. Um, I spoke Korean whenever I could with them. It was me, if anything, that was trying to suppress, like, my Asianness or sure. Asian identity, but I never felt any kind of pressure from my parents. Okay. Um, I think also because, again, like, I was, I quickly picked up English. I had all American friends. Like, I don't think my parents were ever worried that I wouldn't, like, be American enough. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Because
0: I feel like, speaking from my own experience, like, when I was mm. born, my... Family was in Montana, so we mm-hmm. were the only Asian, the only yeah. Blacks, and then the only Black and Asian. Yeah. <laughs> so for us, like, my mom, it was really important for her to, like, fit in because yeah. she didn't want to be, like, see, out. stand yeah. out or maybe, like, uh, yeah. this, like... Fake identity of like weakness or something. Yeah, so I totally. It, so we suppress like see the Asian that. side. I've heard completely. a lot of
1: Asian families actually doing that, or a lot of yeah. immigrant families. And like, yeah, I yeah. feel like
0: that that that, that storyline is, is really mm-hmm. common. But I feel like, I mean, mm-hmm. we'll get into it later. But California, I feel like is a completely no, different world. No, California is like that, another another world. country. But I we'll swear we'll again. get into yeah. it because then when we talk about you coming to California. But um, with that <gasps> said, what was like your school like then? Like, did you like? Okay, let me start here. When you had lunch, did you take Korean? Girl, <laughs> did you have Korean food?
1: Bitch, Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I did. Of course I got bullied for it. Of course. Oh my give god. Give me, give me kimchi, a- bitch. I
0: was, <laughs> I was just like, give me like a traditional. I Korean have my lunch. bento
1: box, like girl. Okay, those like little metal bento boxes with the rice, and in Korean cuisine, there's all these different side dishes. They're called panchan. So my mom would pack like kimchi and then like something else that's pickled because there's a lot of pickled food, like vegetables in Korean food. Um, Maybe some sort of meat dish and then like a side of the seaweed, um, those seaweed crisps, it's called kim in Korean. Yeah. Um, They sell it at like fucking Costco It's pretty much what you would wrap um,
0: sushi in. Yes, yes, the nori Uh, things. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I got teased for it a lot. Um, they'd be like, ew, that stinks. It definitely made me insecure.
0: That is so For
1: funny. sure. That is,
0: um, yeah. <laughs> growing up when we would eat, my mom never gave us like a Korean meal, obviously, because I was saying she's trying to suppress her identity, but, yeah. um, at home we would always have. That mm-hmm. like even if we had burgers, we would have a side of rice yeah. and like kimchi and all the different always banchans. a side of rice. Always, we would always have yes, um, uh, like regular traditional kimchi, cucumber kimchi, radish kimchi. I don't even know. that yeah. like, kimchi that's...
1: is a staple in our diet. Yes,
0: and then like um, we would always have like these little tiny fish that yeah. were dried. Uh,
1: miochi is it's that what called, it's called? Yeah, miochi. What is that? Um.
0: I used to love it, but fuck, you literally, the, the, is the, the, the fish remember. is so small, it's like fish jerky yeah, almost. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then it's like...
0: You eat the whole thing.
1: Yeah, and it's like kind of sweet, but kind of salty. Yeah, yeah. My favorite. I actually really liked I've it. I've seen. Yeah. It's so good. My mom would make it. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, it's the same with, with like all cultures across the board, but with Koreans especially, like Korean people are very prideful of their food. Um, it's something that I think a lot of Koreans and Korean Americans or whatever, um... Yeah, we find a lot of identity through our food and, like, a lot of um, community is centered around food. Again, you can, like, apply that to any culture, but it's very, like, especially apparent in Korean culture. Like, food is how you, like, show your love. Yeah.
0: It's weird, too, because I feel like Mm. like obviously being korean we know korean food but i feel right. like in like modern american society korean food is becoming like one of the new it oh
1: it's so trendy now bitch there's kimchi, kimchi everywhere. everywhere
0: gochujang's everywhere well, it's because korean
1: food's like moderately healthy because yeah. korean food isn't just kbbq people let me just put that out there <laughs> as a very small sector of korean cuisine um yeah so korean food like for the most part is very healthy yeah. so i think with this health and wellness like huge spike right and awareness i think people are realizing like huh eating clean like this right. is delicious right. flavorful first of all cream foods like one of the most flavorful flavorful foods i know and it's filling and cheap right so, yeah. so
0: as 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 food is <clears throat> part of your identity clearly when you take it to school yeah um what was that like for your psyche trying to ultimately survive in a yeah you, like, for when you're, sure when you're growing up oh God, especially yes. around middle school age mm-hmm. all you want to do is fit in mm-hmm. so what are there things that you did to like suppress how you were or like change who you are in order to like be mm. more in essence white i guess
1: yeah i think it was around like second or third grade when i told my mom i just didn't want to bring food anymore and my mom was like it's too expensive for you to just like buy lunch every day at school and um, Or she's like, it's a waste of money. Like, yeah. why would I waste that yeah. money when I can just, like, pack you lunch? For sure. And I was like, well, all my white friends are buying lunch. <laughs> or they're bringing, like, PB&Js or tuna fish sandwiches. Like, that's what I want to do. so, so yeah, that that's what, it's as a so, kid. And it's honestly gross. Like, I was getting, like, probably, like, just five-star de- food because my like mom is an amazing cook, but I wanted PB and J sandwiches, but that's what you do when you're a kid. You're be trying to child. assimilate and you're right. Yeah. It is very like survival instinct based. Like right. I think you just want to be either go unnoticed or be accepted. Right. That's especially, all that matters. Especially
0: just by you being present yeah. is already like, I'm, yeah, like a I'm, yeah, a different. Yeah. Yeah. It's already like, I would imagine what it's like being tall,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, where was yeah, yeah. like,
0: wow, you're so tall. Yeah. Like that becomes your identity. Where you're
1: always like the other, the other. and that, and that's being made apparent like right. all the time. Right. It's just exhausting. Right so yeah i think around like early elementary school i started buying my lunch uh or uh, my mom packed me like white kid food There was a fucking like lunchables. what was
0: your favorite white kid lunch that dude, you got dude
1: <laughs> that's a good call i remember what's that cheese that's all like splotchy Spots? Uh, like in a can ja- no 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 it's cheese it's like deli cheese no it's oh like...
0: moonster I don't know Maybe why it's I said that, it like that. Maybe But it's like like it's like uh, dark
1: yellow and then and like white. white. Yeah, yeah. Munster
0: cheese. My is mom it would yeah, my mom we'll would just that.
1: I don't like sandwiches very much anymore, yeah. but my mom would make that with like um just like deli meat, vegetables. I never liked mayo. I'm sorry, mayo is disgusting.
0: Mayo is the fu- it's fucking disgusting. That if, if anything is white culture, mayo yeah. is white culture. <laughs> they
1: call it they call people mayo. Like wait really like really white people like mayo. I don't know I've if I'm never allowed to say that. that, I'm sorry.
0: You can say that, but- whatever. We're racist on this
1: i'm sorry i screamed okay so yeah she'd just make me like a deli sandwich and then like cut up fruit and peanut butter and yeah, I just... Oh, and then it was it was very important for me to get the brown paper bag. And she was like, why can't I just give you a fucking lunch bag? Yeah. You're wasting paper. Was Which like, is so
0: funny because like yeah. I think like a brown paper bag yeah. is very American staple. And yeah. so are like red solo cups.
1: Oh, for sure. Red solo cups are like... Yeah. I saw a
0: BuzzFeed article once yeah. where it was like what people... Because like, you know, like you'll do like on Cinco de Mayo, people in America will do like a Mexican-themed oh, party sure, or whatever. Yeah. People in like Australia and England did American-themed parties. Yeah, and they would... they were Oh,
1: that's so funny. They would say
0: what American-themed parties are. Solo cups are there, and everyone dressed pretty much like hicks, like yeah. wife beaters. Everyone's wearing wife beaters uh, and denim, the worst. and then wearing like uh, Fourth of July kind of like paraphernalia, yeah. so like yeah. American flags, whatever. Yeah. And then everyone's drinking out of red solo cups, and yeah. then um, having hot like, dogs and hamburgers. I feel yeah. like
1: red solo cups are like the quintessential American, American party. Yeah, just like you just. Picture college, red solo yes yeah. like, I don't know yeah. why
0: that's such a thing. That is
1: so funny, actually. I never really thought about yeah. that. But yeah, that is very American. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what, what do you think that growing up, what do you think you changed about yourself in order to fit in? Um, whether that is like physical or the way you spoke or even how oh you carried yourself.
1: That's really hard to answer because I do ask myself that a lot because like, I guess this is kind of going on, on another track. But Please someone go. in college, like an Asian friend of mine told me like, like, you're one of those, like, really whitewashed Asian girls, and, like, I didn't understand what that meant, but then I really, like, ruminated on that, and I was like, wow, I am a little bit different than, like, my Asian friends that grew up in predominantly Asian communities in California.
0: You want to speak more deep on that as your experience? Like, what were some of the things that that girl might have brought up that makes you whiter?
1: I think I've asked my Asian friends this. I've asked you this. I'm pretty sure. I think it's just, like, the way I speak, like, mm-hmm. my manner of speech is a little different, and I'm not sure why. I'm not saying, like, I'm more well-spoken, per sure. se, I just think, I mean, people literally say I talk like a grandma, and I think I do sometimes, <laughs> but I think it's because I read a lot, like, I read a lot growing yeah. up, so that is something, that that's, like, a tactic I used to, like, quote-unquote, get ahead in life. I used to be, like, I need to be really well-read and well-spoken right. so that people don't look at me and think, oh, she's a fob sure Do they know what a fob is fob
0: being fresh off the boat yes yeah. like
1: an immigrant um,
0: yeah
1: yeah so i i really tried to like be as intelligent as i could be uh-huh. um but that's also something my parents like wanted us to. Right, i mean who right. doesn't want an intelligent kid right. and then um yeah it, uh, in terms of how i dress i mean i just literally copied all my white friends like sure. they were the epitome of like what i should be and should try and strive for because that means i would fit in right or be accepted right and right, like right. acceptance with my identity is something i still struggle with like to this day so um not as much anymore yeah. obviously but yeah now that something you're an about. adult
0: do you feel like um that played a big role in your own idea of who you are as a person Um, like, do you still feel like you almost like, I don't want to say change yourself because as your friend, I don't think you do that. But do you think that you're still like trying to undo habits of like trying to fit in?
1: Um, I think now, sorry, let me think about it more. So I I don't think I try and hide who I am anymore. I think I'm just trying to come to terms with who I am and who I always was. Like, I'm not so much changing or like shape shifting and being like, I need to be like this because I think I am. I mean, it took years to develop, but I've, like, gained a sense of confidence now right. in myself, and I am confident in who I am and, like, what I can bring to the table, but I I do still think, like, I'm not 100% there where I'm, like, this is me, this right. is who I'm presenting myself to be, and take it or leave it.
0: Right. And that's, that's what's weird, is I feel like um, people who aren't of the other don't realize that, like, yeah. the stereotypes that are put on as, like, an Asian yeah, stereotype... Yeah you try so hard to like not become that yeah. that you almost like don't want to be around anything asian to say that you're asian
1: yeah yeah oh for sure oh my god for sure you i i mean? definitely had a phase of like i hate asians and all asians yes. i hate koreans um and i think there is like maybe a deeper rooted issue still that i'm dealing with that i right. talk to you about right. a lot um where i do embrace being korean and korean american and And it's funny because Korean pop culture now is so popular now. I never thought I'd see the day, but um, I I do think I there's still a part of me that's like dealing with some deeply rooted like that's like projected onto myself some like kind of hatred towards myself. Sure. Sure. Maybe hate's too aggressive, but you know what I mean. But I where, get it, yeah. Where i haven't fully, There's completely... That yeah, yeah, where I'm... And it's from, like, my childhood. I'm sure. not so much that anymore, but I'm still carrying the weight of that heaviness right. from childhood right. that I still haven't really, like, shed the layers of, you know? Do you ever yeah. feel like
0: it's unfair that... I w- I'm, We're just gonna... Because since you grew up in a white, predominantly white neighborhood, I'm using yeah. this as a juxtaposition. I yeah. don't think that... I'm using white as the standard or trying not to but in this circumstance I'm going to use white as the standard but do you ever feel like it's irritating that like no matter what you do you're going to be seen as like um, one archetype within Asian viewpoint rather than being like there's a diverse multitude of different kinds of Asian because I feel like like, yeah because I feel like even like being like black they're like oh that's so black you know what Mm, I mean like of course you do that because that's black but like if it was someone who's white there could be like lower-class white people that are considered rednecks or, like, the upper echelon. But, like, as Asian, you're just kind of blanketed as that. And do you feel like that was, Mm -hmm. like, a a storyline within your own life?
1: Yeah, I would say so for sure. I mean, no one was – maybe I've had, like, very, very, very few instances where people were, like, outwardly racist towards me. But, like, there have been so many, so many cases that I can't even count where people – just on, like, a microaggression level sure. where people have... There's always, like, an underlying tone of racism. Sure. Like, you're so racist. Like, dude, for instance, in high school, this kid named Sam... Shout out to Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he listens. Is he straight? Yeah. Yeah, see, straight white men love this part. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was, like...
1: He was a friend of mine, but he was also a dick to me. And I, I understand that's how, kind of, like, high school kids are. Yeah. But him and our friend Harry... It's funny I'm calling them my friends because I'm not like really in touch with them anymore, but there's no like bad right. ending.
0: But it's just like a high school friend. Friendship, yeah. yeah and they,
1: anytime I would walk in any classroom, they would start barking and call me Sparky because they thought I ate dogs. And that is like, looking back on it, <laughs> dude, they'd be like, argh, ar, ar, Sparky, argh. And like, because I'm a good sport, I would just kind of laugh, laugh it, it off. off or like being on the joke, Haha, guys, stop. Uh-huh. I would never go home and cry about right. it because it's so ridiculous, like, it's not, it's not, like, so absurdly offensive, where I would, like, tell the principal, like, like, it's not
0: calling you, like, a chink, or the N-word, or something like that, yeah, exactly, it's not
1: like that, but it's still, like, it's still rude, it's still hurtful, and there's still an underlying tone of racism, Mm -hmm. I mean, a very deeply, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, there were, like, instances like that throughout high school, where people would just, like, Make it so well known that I was Asian. It's like, right. hello, I look at myself every day. I know I'm and Asian. With that
0: said, it's like, no one, it's like, it, make, it makes complete sense why you would feel some sort of like anger mm-hmm. or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, some sort of like internal struggle of like being accepted oh, within for yourself. Because sure. you're like, for fuck, sure. I wish I didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: and I, was, I brought this up on a couple episodes ago, but I feel like microaggressions are almost like this where blatant racism is like getting hit by a boulder where it clearly is coming at you hard right but a microaggression is like having a small rock in your shoe Mm -hmm. where you're walking around all day and Mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. could you survive yes could you carry on yes but But it still bothers you yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: it bothers you and it it like it struck a nerve you know it's like i can't just let this go and i don't know why it bothers me but it does and it's because there is like this kind of I'm not saying they hated me because we were friends, you know? That's what's so absurd about it. But it's like, because we were friends, they thought it was okay to make jokes like that when it actually is highly inappropriate. But here's the thing. It's like,
0: because you're friends, they felt it was okay to make jokes about it to your face. Yeah. But they're going to make those jokes whether you hear it or not. Yeah, yeah, regardless. So it's like, it almost gives you this, like, hyper-awareness of, like, is everyone else thinking about this Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I used to think, this is so sad. I... I think about this from time to time it makes me like pat my younger self like <laughs> oh you poor thing but i used to think in elementary school like you watch movies growing up obviously and those like fucking disney channel movies and there's always like prom scenes uh-huh. and i used to think like oh by the time i get to high school i won't have a prom date because i'm asian like i used to say that i that's remember like, this for sure that's so sad yeah, that's, that's so sad yeah, yeah so like I'm I'm reminded now in my adult life of those random instances where I was like, whoa! I used to think like this. Holy right. shit! Like this is crazy. And because
0: that's a thought that yeah. at such a young age that yeah. becomes your reality as fact. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. you don't see it as a social yeah. construct. Yeah. You're like, no, that's how the that's well, how life is. Well, your brain
1: is. is like what your 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 brain is developing like all your like very big life experiences from like what ages like zero to fourteen. Right. Like you are gonna you're gonna inherit that at a subconscious For level sure. and then you're going to carry that with you For and that's sure. going to like dictate the kind of person right. you become so unless like you undo those like negative thought patterns, yeah. you're going to think that way for the rest of your life. It's almost like yeah. going
0: back and having to rewrite history oh, within your own Oh, head. for
1: sure. I mean, bitch, that's why I go to therapy. Mark. Okay. <laughs> oh my fucking God. That's what we talk about. It's so
0: true though. Because like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, like you, rewriting your story. You have to, really. Because what yeah. your current reality
0: yeah. is, is just based off of your past mm-hmm. experiences. So if your past experiences are telling yeah. yourself it's yeah. not okay to be Asian, yeah. this and that, yeah. Yeah. you're going to have this like weird juxtaposition. And those are
1: strong feelings, strong feelings too. Like, yeah. I mean I feel like this word is like thrown out a lot lately, but like those are very traumatic. I'm saying I'm using this term loosely, but it is true. Like I think it is traumatic. Those are traumatic experiences for a child to be having. Maybe adult me would like let it roll off my shoulder and be like, that person's just fucking racist. I'm dope. Bye. But a child me in this unknown territory, unknown environment, all I want to do is make friends and be accepted. I'm getting hit once a week with all these like microaggressions that's gonna like, that's gonna be something I carry with me. Right. So it is traumatic, right. you know? And like, it is important to kind of like, rewrite those stories you've been telling yourself. So yeah, I think I've, I'm i still kind of working on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so I guess in that, this is a perfect time transition. I I bring this up. I know it's going to be a little bit of a tangent, but it'll come full circle. Um, Being gay, I feel like you obviously have to come out. And when you come out, you're finally saying, I'm accepting who I am. So I feel like you, as an Asian-American, after moving away from Michigan and coming to, um, you went to USC, Mm -hmm. which is, what is that, University of Southern California, Mm -hmm. Um, in LA, it has a heavy Asian population, all of the high schools in California have a big Asian population, but especially USC as well as UCLA. um, When you're around that many Asians, you have to, it really like... Shows you that like everyone doesn't have the same experience. Oh because yeah. Oh, I'm still
1: I'm still hit with that exactly. every day. Exactly. Californian
0: yeah. Asians and I said this earlier are completely different. So
1: different. Than
0: like Asians growing up in Michigan. Do you want to speak on that? Even
1: East Coast Asians, like it's true. Californian Asians, are like a whole other like subcategory why, of Asians. Why do you say that? I think Californian Asians are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Californian Asians are very um, assured in themselves yes. and. Um, I think honestly because a lot of immigrants in california not just asians but all types of immigrants in california have so many like business relations with like across the world Mm -hmm. um they are just very well uh linked i guess or connected to where they're like to their ethnic roots like for instance korean americans that grew up in california i've noticed know are very like in the know with korean culture Mm -hmm. what's happening in korea just know what's going on and obviously that I I could be as well because we have the internet now. But like, it's just the... The immigrants that are along the coast just know what's going on on the other side of the ocean. Right. It's just, that's a fact. I feel yeah. like,
0: um, like you said, Koreans here in California or Asians in California are very connected to their roots. Yeah. Partially because I think there's such a heavy, dense population. Huge
1: community. Yeah. And
0: within that community, it is a replica of what yeah. home would be like. A huge. Like Korean oh, town. Oh, you could be
1: Korean in LA, essentially not speak a word of English, word and of you would get that fine. You get by fine.
0: Because if you go to Koreatown in, in K-Town L.A. K Town is
1: massive. My parents were shocked when I first came here. It's so big, and like,
0: literally you go to restaurants and you're in america and i can't even order because i don't speak yeah no
1: k-town is massive like it it's fascinating it really it fascinates me like you could you could immigrate to california be in the town where most of your uh ethnic group is located never leave and just survive fine like
0: and it's funny because i feel like um i think the buzzword that i guess California Asians would have is they're just woke right oh yeah where yeah, they're yeah. very aware of their role in American society mm-hmm. as a Korean as well as an American mm-hmm. and not having to buy into that idea to be successful because mm-hmm. I think that they've created success in California mm-hmm. even authentically within their own community as far as what it would have looked like mm-hmm. had it been in Korea yeah, yeah. oh yeah. for sure and with that like natural rooted upbringing you, I don't feel like there's that many struggles within it within internally of like I don't fit in oh absolutely
1: not yeah, yeah. that's something I like literally like I said I, I still know with myself to this day like I have a shit ton of Asian friends now bless thank God Um, because I didn't have like a model of what like an Asian or Asian American person would be before so I really made my Asian friends in college and when I started hanging out with them and met their families and like started witnessing like their life is so different from mine I always thought every Korean person's life would be like mine when Mm -hmm. mine was actually like highly unusual like my which like everyone's is different from one another but I was like oh my god, they're Asians where their parents speak fluent English. Right. Like that, that shook me because their, their grandparents immigrated before. Right. Or like, you know, there's Taiwanese Americans, there's right. Vietnamese Americans. Like my first Vietnamese friend was my, my roommate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I was meeting all different types of Asians, not just Korean Americans. So it was like, I was being overloaded with just this like stimuli of like, oh my god, there are a lot of people like me that look like me, but are completely different from right, me in personality. Right.
0: Um, with that, was it weird to kind of be affronted with that? Like, what was your feelings with that?
1: Oh my god, my first day of school or, like, orientation or some shit, I was like, dude, this is kind of sad. I can't believe I'm admitting this. But I remember thinking, like, oh my god, I'm not special. (laughs) (laughs) Totally! I was like, I'm not the token Asian! Like, I remember thinking that. Well, because,
0: like, I feel like in order to survive, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this might have been your storyline where you you hated, it, you hated it, you hated it, you hated being different, and then once you accepted that okay, mm-hmm. I'm the different one, uh-huh. everyone ran to you, yeah, for, like you like, embrace it, yeah. yeah, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm the cool yeah. different yeah. one, yeah. and then now you're like, fuck, I
1: look like there's so many of me, holy <laughs> so shit, it's
0: almost like you yeah. bind to this identity for so many years, oh my god, yeah, and now you're you're not that, yeah, identity and then anymore. it's like
1: being shattered again, like yeah. it's constantly just being rattled, like. Wait, who am I? Who am I? Even though, like, now, you know, in my mid-twenties, yeah. I'm like, I am special.
0: <laughs> you always think you got that bomb-ass pussy.
1: Shut up! Don't say that, dude. Don't say that. I okay. only
0: say it because you say it. Side note. No! No! no.
1: no! The listeners
0: want to no! know. Hajin loves to say, <laughs> oh, she's running away. <laughs> she got to take laps. She's taking laps. No! She's always like, my pussy is so no! bomb. She's like... All the guys tell me my pussy is so good, and so we always say, you know, like th- the term "big dick energy." Fucking Hodgen's got big pussy
1: energy. <laughs> it's not big.
0: Big ass, whopping beef curtain pussy energy.
1: <laughs> okay, listen. they can, so, they can so, never know so who so I. So now am. it's
0: so funny because like if we're hating on Hodgen or making fun of her, she's like, I got bomb ass pussy, so I don't give a fuck what you guys say. It's like her identity. That is true.
1: That is true. I revert back to that. They can never know who I am. Okay, so I'm now so that you're
0: done taking laps. <laughs>
1: Why the fuck you gotta call me out like that? that is so fucking cold.
0: Okay. So where were we?
1: <laughs>
0: what were we saying now?
1: Token Asian. Oh, okay, I was gonna say one time I met someone with the same name as me, and like my name. Yeah, my name is like very special really? to me because <laughs> <That's very special. laughs> she goes with big pussy energy. <laughs> no, I'm big dick energy. Okay, because like when you immigrate, like typically your parents, like, give you an American name because it's easier to pronounce and right. they, they don't want you to have a hard time in school. So they want to name me Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've never told you this. Uh-uh. And they, like, came up to, like, five-year-old me like this is your new name i was like hell no like why would i go by a name that's not my name i was just i didn't know that i'm such an aries i was just so stubborn i was like fuck no wait
0: okay let let's dive into that because when that I that is
1: very much a thing though you it's know such that. a thing because like when, how many jasons and julies that yes, are asian when i know? took
0: uh when i used to teach at sunny hills high school which is a high school in fullerton i think 60 mm. percent of the population was um korean yeah. It was, it's a heavy Korean population and everyone in the class. And
1: some Fobbies, some American guys. Some yeah.
0: super, where they like yeah. English is a second language yeah. where they speak Korean yeah, yeah, and yeah. barely speak English and vice versa where like they're not connected yeah. to Korean yeah. at all. But they
1: just are Asian. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, more of like my experience, but, <clears throat> um, there was a ton of esters. A ton oh my of, God. So many, so many esters. Graces. Graces. It's all biblical nam- names. Um, uh, and then there was like some random ones like, uh, sky, that's so um, fucking
1: random. I do like that name
0: though. What what else was there? Yeah, it was just funny because like literally when I was doing, like they would, at first when I started teaching, it was like substitute. So I would know oh. them just like by faces uh-huh. and they're uh-huh. like, oh, I'm Esther. I'm like, oh, yeah, Esther, cool, whatever. And but you then, started
1: noticing a trend? Well,
0: no, on the roll sheet, it's their Korean name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. They, they, it's not
1: their legal exactly, name. Exactly, because yeah. like,
0: uh, uh, when you take the role, it's always their their first name. they like, oh, do you have a nickname? They're like, yeah. oh, I want Kelly, whatever. yeah. So they were referring to each other as yeah. they are like, and I was like, Esther, I don't have an Esther in this yeah, class, yeah. but it would be like, soon you, will yeah, you know, yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like trying to go through the, like, that the roster like and I'm like, nightmare. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. It's yeah. like
1: all second identities. When I
0: printed it off, I was like, this isn't the yeah, class. Like, like y'all <laughs> write your names. Like, check it. Print, someone printed the wrong class.
1: <laughs> 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 Dude. Yeah. No, that's a thing. When you immigrate, especially like as an Asian, they typically, your parents are like, mm-hmm. Hey, you should adopt an American name. It's way easier to pronounce. Um, and a lot of Asians, not all, but a lot of Asians are, uh, what, uh, uh religious. So yeah. they happen to be like biblical names. Sure, sure. Uh, My parents weren't, but yeah, they want to name me Christine. I was like, fuck no. Um, so I always went by Hajin and that is something like, I always ask my friends, like, can you see me as anything else? Like, can you imagine me in no. any other name? Like, it's just no. So yeah. So when I met another Hajin, I was like, no bitch, she's got to go. Wait, if you could, I gotta cut if you a could bitch.
0: Choose- if you could choose an American name, what would Dude, you want it? Dude, that's at?
1: so hard. I've been asked that before. Probably, like, something fun.
0: Like, why Candy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, this is a guy name, but I really like this name. Forrest. <laughs> like, something, like, This is Wiccan. I'm like, not a like
0: I, I want to be called amethyst, sage.
1: Sage, that's nice. Yeah, like something, you know, like, something very, like, ethereal and, like, All you right, know, just bye. wistful and, like, phantasmical. Anyway. Little
0: little little five-year-old hot, James, yeah. hi, I'm sage, yeah. and uh, my my skirt is made out of weed.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, I wish. Oh yeah, my God. so, yeah, I, I do take pride in my name. That is something I am very, uh it's just I mean your name's personal yeah, right? So, true. and I don't have a middle name white people I'm, Americans have middle names I don't and I think it's Asian great
0: Hajin sticks out to me now because I feel like um, it's um, well first off were we done speaking about your college experience <laughs> did you want to add anything else to that as, it'll like, coming just out come of Asian? Okay. it'll just come so um, this is where I'm going next is that I feel like um, Hajin is a really diverse name and I think that's the current trend um, oh true yeah. you know like embracing diversity mm-hmm. and wanting people to be different and mm-hmm. um, And it's like not a
1: common Korean name as well. Is it not? It's not. Yeah. And and a lot of people that have them, I believe, are like men. It's like one of those androgynous names. Yeah.
0: Um. So with that said, you are an actress.
1: Yes. And so
0: you go on a lot of auditions. Yes. Tell me how that is being Asian American within that being like so a a name with Hajin Cho because I know that's a big signifier. Oh, for sure.
1: Um well i'll just speak on like my experience since i've been auditioning professionally i think i've been done with school for like four years Mm -hmm. now and um so yeah i've been going out on auditions um more so film and tv now i used to only do theater and musical theater i'm kind of like uh re-shifting my energy and focus but um yeah, the f- types of roles I auditioned for, like the first two years since I graduated school, were racist as fuck. Explain oh that. Oh my god, dude, unbelievable! Like that was what 2015 and 2016.
0: Which is so crazy. How that's it's like, like not long ago, not at, long all. ago at all. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me some of the auditions that
1: you. Okay, this one. Like... This one totally sticks out. I it was for some random ass role, like probably some small movie. Uh huh. Um, I don't even remember the casting director, although I would never call her out. But she was just this old bitch and um was she white of course <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean i mean i will say that there, i will but... say that this is this has nothing to do with like my identity but um we definitely need more diversity in the casting world because most casting directors are white so if any of you listeners are pursuing that please um be ethnic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you could be white too, but... You can be
1: white too, but just, just like, understand yeah. that, like, you are seeing things through a specific lens yeah. because of your life. And, yeah. m- I mean, most of the casting directors I audition for are white. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, I may, I've maybe had one black person. Um
0: Which is yeah. funny because... Just a real quick side note, just to paint this picture, but I saw a post from the New York Post where it was a black woman, and they were like, some woman's burning her hair on... or lighting her hair on fire on the train.
1: What the fuck? Yeah.
0: And so... It was clear to me that reading that, and it was funny because it was like a um, black Twitter post. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. black Twitter is yeah, 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 yeah. they fucking. I love they're, it. They're, they're lit. like the, the they, they are, lit, are on bitch. the cusp of entertainment, like comedy, but politics, politics, like politics, yes. everything. <laughs> so woke. Black black Twitter is so woke. But um, <laughs> she was she had synthetic braids okay. and she was just burning the ends oh, to like oh, oh, keep because because the braids unravel. Keep unraveled. it from yes. Yeah. yeah. And the person clearly wasn't coming from a black experience because if one black person was in the room to see that picture, they'd be like, she's just like, she's just burning the eggs. Yeah. yeah. But it's very that. Just like fuse it together. Yeah, it's where, like, yes, that's the story, but it's not a story yeah. the only reason it, it became a story is because someone in the room wasn't diverse yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, for so, sure yes, no that's like, a good point you, you're aware black people exist yeah, as a white yeah. person but you still don't know the lived yeah, experience you don't
1: know what she's doing and exactly. you're, you think she's lighting her hair on fire so as when far she's, yeah. I
0: tie that back to casting where yes you might yeah. understand diversity but you don't get why certain things might yeah. be triggers yeah. like yeah. calling you um, sparky yeah <laughs> and barking at fucking you fucking sparky yeah.
1: dude let's put that yeah. to rest like I'm sure they
0: had good intention but it yeah, was just yeah and they like... were good friends
1: but it's like come on
0: yeah come okay, on okay so go ahead sorry okay
1: so yeah um, I went in this room uh, it was for a short film or something or movie um, and it was for like a supporting role or something and I had done my research like rehearse whatever did did the scene and then typically you know if they want you to make adjustments they give you notes And she was like, how about you try this with an accent? And I was like, okay, what accent? You started
0: speaking Jamaican.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to get specific, girl. There's literally thousands of dialects and accents. So then I was like, okay, which accent? I'm thinking she's going to say like UK or something. And she's like, you know, like an Asian one. And that is, bitch, that is so fucking condescending. That is so loaded. You know, like an Asian one. How... What? But even what? E-
0: even with that said, there's like Japanese, so Asian, many Asian, ones. Asian. That's Vietnamese what I'm Asian, saying. Like Chinese there are Asian. so many different yeah. Asians.
1: You can't see just yeah just an Asian yeah. one. So I was livid. I was like, no, <laughs> I won't be doing that. So I walked out, and I was like furious. Yeah. I was so hot. Like do I was you, in my car.
0: Do you feel like a lot of auditions kind of call you for that?
1: Um. So they maybe not. Recently, they had in the past. Yeah. yeah um, Most of the roles I was going out for were, like, yeah, the token Asian roles, the cute sidekick, the cute best friend, the quirky nerd, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure everyone knows, like, with entertainment and acting specifically, you do kind of have to lean into some stereotype because they exist for a reason, but, like... It's because not, you know, good stories aren't being written. Right. But luckily, I think nowadays, like, present day, it, that's changed a right. lot. So my auditions have drastically so changed.
0: <laughs> with that said, like, I feel like Crazy Rich Asians was kind of like a big, mm-hmm. big catalyst. Because it did so, Huge. it was so successful. Huge. That yeah. they're like, oh, wait, maybe this is an yeah. avenue. Which is, like, yeah. kind of a catch-22 because I feel like, great, but then it's, like, always, like, money-driven. So, oh, like, it's oh, we can make money off of cash, it. So let me yeah. capitalize off of this diversity. But, yeah. You watching as um, someone who works in that field and seeing a movie like that where mm-hmm. it's a full Asian cast, how did that make you feel?
1: Oh my god! Opening credits, I was crying. Really, I was so emotional. Yeah, yeah and I—it's re- not an emotional movie per se. It's not a cute really. movie, yeah. but um, you know, it's a cute rom con. It's not like super deep. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, I was so I was like overcome with all. The, I was like flooded with emotions because I was like she can do like it was like. Again, it was, like, me being taken back to, like, kid me and, like, finally seeing me. Totally. Because, like, I did watch a lot of TV growing up, but I only watched... And this is funny, I think about this often. I used to only watch black family sitcoms uh-huh. because those were the only people I could relate to. That were
0: different. Because
1: they weren't white. Right. Like, how absurd is that? And there were a lot of black family sitcoms too, right. like in the early 2000s Family and stuff. Matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sister, uh, Sister, Cossie, Sister, Sister. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But That's So Raven, even like, those are the shows I just kind of gravitated towards right. without even intending to. And right. I think it's because they weren't white. Sure. Not because I hate white people, but it's because I was like, they're the other. Sure. And this is the only thing I can relate to. Right. Because there's no Asians on TV. Right. And if they, there are, they speak one line, and then they're gone.
0: Or they're they're the, the one Asian, yeah. like Jackie Chan, or yeah, Jet yeah. Li, or yeah. Lucy Liu, where yeah. they always play that same kind of oh, character. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, and the same trope. Yes. Yeah, and then, yeah, if I did once in a while see an Asian, I'd go on our, like, old ass computer and Google them and like research their whole life. Like mm-hmm. I would do that for every mm-hmm. Asian actor. Be like, well, how did they become an actor that's Asian? Right. Like it was crazy.
0: As if it's all the same storyline. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> when everyone's so but realistically, different.
0: I'm sure they had a similar storyline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, they were pioneers for like people like me, though. For you sure. know what I mean? Because I mean, they're older now. So right.
0: um, <clears throat> I always speak from a gay lens because <clears throat> I feel like that is one of the identities that I see the most within myself. But as right. far as you with the Asian lens, Um, You want to touch base on why representation matters.
1: Oh my god, it's so important. Um, I just think... As children... I mean, this is just true. Our brains are so malleable. We are... We are absorbing information constantly and learning that way. And if we really want to create, like... This is so hippie. But, like, seriously, like a unified world and community. People have to see themselves in other people. You need good role models. Mm -hmm. And I... I just never had that and mm. that's why me this whole identity theme has been such a struggle my whole life because like you would think your parents are your role models but you know like my life wasn't as peachy keen as right. others as you know um so I couldn't rely on my parents for that emotional support or that like vision of role models so I never had that and I always always think I don't like to think about the past but like I do think like how different my life would have been had I had like a big sister figure. Sure. seen someone that looks like me that's Asian on TV that is like a multifaceted complex human being that's not just playing a stereotype right. like that would have made a huge difference like not just on my psyche but like on my confidence sure. level and like me being just self-assured mm-hmm. I think children really need that kind of I, I, I don't want to say you should um what's it called you should uh I don't know what the word is you should just cater to all their needs, like, but they need a sort of, like, um,
0: balance. Yeah,
1: like, like, they need to understand that they're not just what they are, because they don't see it in other people, like, you need to see other people doing what you want to do that look like you, right, and I just never had that, so, and of course, I'm speaking from, like, a very interesting perspective, because I am pursuing acting and entertainment, which is, like, a very small part of the world, but, like, even if I wanted to become an engineer or something. Well, actually, there's a ton of Asian yeah. engineers. But let's say but something. But like business model. Yeah. yeah, Bi- yeah. Like an entrepreneur. Like a, right. Or like. Um... At least
0: an American. Or athlete. Or an America. athlete. 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 Yeah. Asian yeah. American athlete. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like you need a role model like that. Because you're
0: thinking, oh, if I'm going to be an Asian American athlete, I can do badminton. I can do ping pong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're not exactly. thinking I'm going to be successful basketball. at basketball. Yeah. Or I mean, swimming doesn't... or whatever the
1: What's case that... may be. What's that famous Chinese basketball player? Uh, J- Jer- Jeremy Lim. Jeremy like, aren't people racist as fuck towards it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, mean, I don't follow sports whatsoever, but, like, I've heard that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. it's, I, and and theater, too, because I grew up doing musical theater, which is a very small category of actors mm-hmm. and performers, mm-hmm. and musical theater is really dominated mm-hmm. by, like, white people, because that's how the stories were written back, right. you know, in the golden age of musical theater. Right. Um, now it's much more diverse, thank God, but, like... I mean, it's still a very, it's a very, like, elitist kind of community. Right. Because um, what? Not everyone can afford to do musicals, A.
0: And or yeah. go see a musical, go B. Go see a Like, yeah. who
1: can afford to go yeah. to New York and see a Broadway musical? Right. It's not like anyone just, like, can just w- go and do that willy-nilly. Like, right. So, yeah, I, I, I do think that's a long-winded way of saying, yes, children need representation. For sure.
0: <laughs> and I bring this up, too, because I feel like it, it, it drives in a good point, and it was kind of like a satire on it, but on Instagram someone posted, they're like, I never understood why guys like superheroes, like, dressed in spandex and beating mm-hmm. up bad guys. Mm-hmm. And this, is, this was the person who was... A female and she's like until i saw wonder woman she's mm-hmm. like after watching that movie i completely get why people mm-hmm. men like superheroes because then i feel like i could fucking take on the yeah, world yeah and like something so silly like that but like so honest yeah, where it's yeah. like it almost gives you hope that there could be a better future for uh, the person uh-huh. that you see within mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: yeah and it's like i think a lot of times people underestimate like what media can do for like, sure TV and entertainment movies, like they are very, very powerful tools to like really influence someone mm-hmm. and like their their minds and like um, how someone can think they can push their limits. For sure. Like, yeah, like you you are literally absorbing information, like seeing a visual representation of what you think you can be. Yeah. So if I'm not if I'm not being a witness to any of it of like seeing myself in anyone, then like. I'm not going to think I can do any of that. For sure. I seriously, like, struggle with that even post-college. Like, when I started auditioning, like, I would tell myself, I don't do this as much anymore, but I still do. Once in a while, I'll be, I'll be like, well, I probably won't get the part because I'm Asian. Or if I get the part, it's because they're trying totally. to fulfill some diversity quota. Totally. And, I need to kind of rewire that. Because I feel brand.
0: like even within that, you feel like you're going to be successful in the sense of getting the job, but never success in the sense of like making a yeah, name for be- yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah, because of my merit or like my hard exactly. work. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And not because of like your talent, but literally just like two centimeters deep of your skin. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: It's it's so stupid. It's so weird because we all have like diverse friends who don't really see each other for our race or yeah. anything. And we're Which is all, crazy because yeah. I
0: feel like our friend group like... We literally have the pick of a litter of one of each. Ethnicity. Yeah,
1: we. I mean, every time me and like a group, you and I and like a yeah. group of friends hang out, we're just like this is the most diverse. Aspect. And every time like, we take a group
0: picture, people are like, yeah. "You guys look like like an
1: ad. American <laughs> yeah. Eagle ad." That's like, so true. Sorry. Yeah, but, that is um, so true. <laughs>
0: luckily, with that said, I feel like the the swing of things is still becoming more diverse. Yes, yes. and I think the big thing within that is the internet yes. because thank kids, God kids, That's a good kids have thing about so the internet. many uh, resources to find yeah. like. Think about a kid that's, like, say, in rural Michigan who only sees white people. If they get on the internet, on Instagram, on YouTube, mm-hmm. and see, like, gay YouTubers, mm-hmm. black YouTubers, mm-hmm. white YouTubers, Instagrams, this and that. Yeah. Even people from different countries, like, K-pop stars. Yeah, and they're yeah, they're, yeah. they're realizing, like, my community isn't my world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like your world because yeah. it's your immediate reality. Yeah, but yeah. then you realize, you know what?
1: The world is so, so big. So much bigger. So yeah, vast. And for the
0: kids who don't yeah. have the means financially or whatever to get without. Or like, you know, financially support and like, um you know, like a mother, daughter, father yeah, 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 support yeah. or whatever. Yeah. At least they have that as a visual representation yeah. of like, this is what I'm going through. It's not everything. Well, that's you know? what's so good
1: about like this huge surge of like the internet For and sure. social media. That's like the, probably the main pro about social media. You know, I have my qualms about why I don't yeah. think social media is good, but.
0: With any good thing, yeah, there's bad. There's, there's, there's yeah, bad. Yeah. There's always the
1: other spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think if I always say that had I, if I were a kid now, like if I were like right. 10 years old now right. or something, I would have a very different experience and uh, outlook on myself. Sure. Because like I said, like my ongoing internal battle I have with myself is like this kind of weird self-hatred. Like I love myself.
0: I get what you're saying though. You get
1: it. You get it. You, cause I mean, I feel like a lot of gay people get yeah. it. But for me, it's like just being Asian or being other. Cause like, yeah.
0: yes, as a, a full realized adult for the both of us yeah. are still trying to become a full realized mm-hmm. adult we understand where our mindset and our processes come from yeah but that little child in your head is still, it's still like you know the emotional enough. baggage. Yeah. yeah or like
1: because now we can like be conscientious about it right. and be like oh i know where this is coming yes. from i know the root cause yes. i'm in therapy like i said whatever i still can't help how i feel totally because it literally is that deep right deeply because like growing
0: up you've your habit was to think this is true Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough i'm not good but Mm -hmm. then you realize wait i am because Mm -hmm. someone those people told me that but now that i'm not around those people Mm -hmm. i don't hear it anymore but then now when you're experiencing it and say something happens that maybe isn't like you're not good enough but it wasn't your season you automatically go to that child like i'm not good enough but then you got to catch it you just got to catch it
1: oh yeah i mean fuck yeah, I, I remember when I first kind of like dabbled with makeup. I was like, "This is amazing! I can use makeup to like look more white," <laughs> which is funny because like I wear makeup now, obviously. <laughs> but like, it's
0: like usually to accent your natural beauty. Yeah, but you're like, yeah. "I can change who the fuck I yeah. am." You start putting fucking foundation on your arms. <laughs>
1: you're like, it's like pale. Yeah, I like, remember being oh, like, "Oh, I'm gonna look way more white. This is dope." And like, I didn't look white at all. That is I just, so funny. if anything, I looked more Asian. Just like done up. And yeah. I mean, like, it's, like, what I look like in the makeup now. Yeah, I don't look white at all.
0: (laughs) Was there anything else you wanted to add on your American-Asian experience?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I definitely think I had a peculiar experience, like, compared to most of my friends. Just growing up in Michigan and being an immigrant. Because most people are surprised. Like, yeah, like, I became a U.S. citizen three years ago. Like, that's wild. Um, And that experience also was quite quite humbling because they make it fucking impossible impossible um like my then, mom yeah. became a
0: citizen just recently and yeah. she was like asking me test questions on the yeah. test i was like the fuck i was oh, like what's the 32nd yeah. president i was like who
1: what's well, crazy too because i what i grew up here essentially my whole life i speak fluent english yeah. i went to a good college like I, you, I you, for you Disney, had a complete american experience yeah, yeah. And, and and it was that difficult for yeah. me so Yeah, um, I think it's good. We're on this, like, onward trajectory of being, you know, uh, diverse and, like, really embracing our unique qualities. That's what I love about social media now. I think people are, like, it's everyone's kind of coming out, like, in a different way. Like, they're, like, this is me. I love me. There's this whole self-love movement that I I do appreciate. I I think some of it's a little bit of a facade, but I do like that people are, like, putting in the effort to be, like, I do want to love myself Mm -hmm. because hello we this is all we have like our bodies are literally i can't fucking change my body right i mean through working out yes but like this is the skin suit i was given i can't change that this is my face my experience so i think now yeah it's important to take my past and like um embrace it and like create a meaningful story out of it instead of um feeling ashamed about it right that like feeling shame thing is a big running theme in my life for sure yeah so
0: it's almost like when a yeah. forest catches on fire it helps the force grow even more yeah so it's yeah. like you really have to light yourself on fire in yeah. order to really yeah and, it,
1: and it's scary too yeah. it's scary like really facing yourself you know being like who like i mean as metaphoric and weird as it sounds you have to look at yourself and be like I don't feel good. What can I do about it? Because For sure. I because this is me, For you know? Sure. So how can I meet me where I am and where I want to be met? Because anytime I feel kind of out of balance or like misaligned, I feel like it's because there's something at like a soul level that's like telling me that's like yearning to be let out, you know, being yeah. like, No, you're not being true to yourself. Hold up, check in with yourself, yep. what's going on? Yeah. So yeah, it's um Be nice to your immigrant friends, people.
0: (laughs) Or just be nice in general, but for sure nicer. Make some
1: immigrant friends. I think that's important. Oh, yeah. That is a good note. Have different types of friendships. Oh,
0: for sure. That
1: it will really open your eyes up. For real. And not only race, but like. Not on race, no. But like
0: financial status. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Class status, yeah. Class status, everything. Um, Just, just, yeah, just meet people that are different (laughs) from you because that is the only way you will grow and learn and, like, expand yourself because, yeah, that's important. Otherwise, you're going to be an ignorant motherfucker. Boom.
0: We want big pussy energy.
1: Boom. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ooh, wait, that's some rotten shit. Now that's got to go.
0: Okay, so, Hodge, um, this segment is called Rotten Fruit. This is like a little overarching thing of what I feel like is rotten about life in some capacity. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about a lot of things that probably were kind of what we felt unjust, but I wanted to talk about dating life. Oh, oh Lord. (laughs) So, I just, real quick, we're going to try to keep this within 10 minutes. So, be descriptive, but quick description. Oh, Jesus. So, (laughs) I feel like knowing you... Well, I'll just let you explain. What's your dating life like? Are you in a relationship? Are you single?
1: Oh, do I really have to talk about that?
0: Yeah, why not? Oh,
1: fuck. It's very complicated. So. Uh, I am single, yes. Okay. I'm single, <laughs> have dated around. It's in my. As Brian and all the gay friends say, I've, I've had my Hotation phase.
0: <laughs> hotation, your whole world turtle.
1: Oh, dude, I tell everyone about Hotation and they're like shook by that term. <laughs> now they, they've all adopted it. I'm
0: like, so, so, tell me the kind of guys you dated.
1: Oh my god. Come on, they're all white. <laughs> <laughs> you're calling me out.
0: But I think you're coming from your own experience. Yes, you know I, I mean? okay.
1: This is something I also struggle with and think a lot about. I think be, I think a lot of times you're attracted to the people that you were that were in your environment. Not always, but yeah. in my case, yes.
0: That was seen as attractive within your yeah. environment. So Like yeah. in high school, if the white kids yeah. were popular, you
1: exactly gravitate. Although towards I, I white. am attracted to all types of people, but I end up dating white people, right. and I'm trying to like figure that. out figure out why right. it's something i'm still kind of figuring out in my adult life but yes all of my boyfriends have been white <laughs> <This year. laughs> okay
0: so regardless let's try to tie this in with like dating life and coming from a lens of asian american but let's just talk about how fucking shitty it is to fucking Straight date men are the worst well gay men are pretty awful too but how fucking shitty it is to date in la
1: oh my um,
0: Do you have a bad dating story for me that Jesus. you could try to pull off right at of the top of your head?
1: No, I don't. Actually, I think I'm pretty good at sussing people out on those okay. like, dating apps. Okay, what about
0: a bad sexual experience?
1: Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. So many bad ones. <laughs> so us, many bad give ones. Give us one. Okay. He was a oh I feel bad but he's not real. He ain't
0: gonna listen. Uh, he, he a straight white man.
1: He's like what he's he's like, he way older. He's like close to forty. He's way. older. Okay
0: drama. That's not way old. Uh, that's older than I mean, me. Okay yeah. That's the
1: oldest one I've gone. Okay okay with. okay. He was like thirty eight. How old am I? Twenty six. Yeah. Wait yeah that's, that's old. That's only ten years. That's that's twelve years. That's old. Okay. I mean for me for you for yeah. me I've only dated people like five years older.
0: To say thirty eight years old is not old. No that's not old. <laughs> that's not
1: old. That's not old. That's not old. Just for me to date. Um, very lovely person, whatever, went back to his house, did the damn thing. He finished in, like, two seconds. I was so disappointed. And then he wanted to snuggle and all that shit. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I was too drunk to go home. So then I stayed the night, and then, at like, 4 a.m., I tried to peace out. He tried to do it again. I was like, nope. And that was it. It's just, it was a very, like, sexually, it was just sexually a letdown.
0: Why do guys do that? Like, last only two minutes? Yeah, can
1: you fucking last longer? Please. The women... Are begging you. Okay,
0: like if ah. you know you're a pump and dump kind of guy, do other things yeah. leading up to yeah. it. Okay. like if you're having, get
1: me off first. Yes. Oh, my god. Like go, oh my god.
0: Go down for a good while yeah. so that at least there's that experience, yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause that's cause that's what I've noticed good sex is. It's the anticipation of it, it's the yes. build up to it. It's not just me being this hole for you yeah. to like
0: expose. Yeah, like or that's not exposed, like, but like,
1: like l- Get your load off on. That is not, I'm not like an empty vessel for you. We
0: want a five course dinner. We ain't want no fucking fast food.
1: I want it to be an experience. Like sometimes quickies are hot, but like if I just met you, I'm not trying to have a quickie. I'm trying to like get to know you.
0: And if you know you're like a quick ejaculator...
1: Fucking masturbate. Build, Gets, well not only that, but stamina. like build
0: the experience up and then end <laughs> with you quick pump dump. Cause yeah. if it lasts, the whole experience lasts Jesus for an hour. Jesus fucking Christ. The pump and dump won't feel like, ugh. By the time an hour's over and then you start having sex, you're like, let's just get it done with.
1: Yes. <laughs> and this is a public service announcement for any straight man that listens to this, which is probably none. There's um,
0: actually, we do have a lot of straight men. Okay. Listeners. Hell yes. Okay. A ton actually.
1: Police please, I am begging she you. She says,
0: please. She's putting an I, H in please. I, I, talk so about you know this. I talk about
1: this all the time. Please learn how to get your girl off. Please.
0: If you need some you experience. You will not.
1: You, I mean, hit me up. No, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If you're cute. Though. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, just serious. I've hooked up with so many people. They think they're getting you off. And it's like, and this is on me because I'm, I'm trying to practice this too. I'm trying to practice not faking. But like. How many don't... times have you faked? Oh my God. Like 90% of the time. Really? So many women so have. Ladies, where you at? I know you faked. <laughs> um, Please watch some porn or maybe not porn, but like tutorial videos. I'm being dead honest. Or you like, can
0: listen to my podcast. Yeah. We have oral.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's like learn how to like suck the clit, like play with the we area down that there please 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 i'm i'm telling you if you want to keep your girlfriend or whoever you're pursuing get her off if you get her off she will not be able to get her mind off of you so Wait. please get your girl off oh my god
0: Um, I don't know how we got here from talking about dating. Oh, (laughs) shit.
1: Sorry. Well, dating sex It's like all related. Yeah, dating totally
0: sucks. I fucking hate dating.
1: No, dating and sex. It's related. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And dating does suck.
0: So, um. (laughs) It's rough. But I agree, though. um, As far as diversity, I feel like I, same storyline, kind of dated a lot of white guys. Um, and then I realized that that was, like... A pattern. A pattern, yeah. yeah. And I was like, am I finding my own value in the the idea that if a white yeah. person values me, I, I value myself? I think we
1: both have some kind of weird, like, internalized racism. For sure. We're not racist. But I think
0: both of us kind of had, had the same... Uh, outlook within our own community yeah, of like yeah, your yeah. whitewash or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh for sure. I don't deny I, it. Yeah I yeah, totally like, yeah, I've admit come, that. I come yeah. from a black white Asian experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a black Asian experience from a black community mm-hmm. or an Asian mm-hmm. community but a white community mm-hmm. so it is very that and it's in my outlook I guess or my lens my social lens Yeah sure.
1: and I think it's reflected in your dating life and like how you share yes. intimacy Because sure, I was for sure.
0: swiping on Tinder and I realized I was swiping a lot of the same fucking yeah, archetype and I'm like let's rewind you know um and it's not that i wasn't finding anyone else attractive but i think in my in my mind's eye i was like this is the kind of person i want to be with but i'm like wait no But why Uh i know nothing about him other than his
1: like physical attributes and i'm like
0: i would absolutely fuck anyone
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) i'm
0: desperate i'm thirsty yeah (laughs) give me the dick
1: (laughs) no that's so true i find plenty of black guys plenty of asian men whatever attractive but I just happen to swipe the most on white guys. Yeah.
0: You know who I've been Which finding so super um, attractive lately? Indian men.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Like Daddies. that skin tone. Because yes. like um, like for me, I'm black, but my I've skin, my undertone is yellow. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a different pigment. Yeah. It's more of like a Filipino kind of look. Uh-huh. Are um, there a lot of
1: gay Indian men? I no. I feel like I've never seen them. I don't think so. Though. Yeah. But,
0: Indians have dark skin tones, but it's more of a red tone. Yeah. So it gives you like a Native American yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. feel.
1: Oh, Indian people are beautiful. Beautiful. Stunning. Yeah.
0: I would so go down on an Indian man. Hell
1: yeah. Hell yeah. And
0: I, yeah.
1: I want to just go down on somebody. Please. Anyone.
0: So if you have a dick. Yeah.
1: If you have that a dick,
0: holla. Just kidding. If
1: you have a dick, if you're cute <laughs> and you know how to get a girl off, <laughs> hit me up.
0: <laughs> so yeah, rotten fruit. Fuck Fuck dating. Fuck
1: dating. Just suck the clit. And suck the clip. Thank you. <laughs> Simple things that
0: interfere a day, a week, a month. I need. We bring it up for a reason. Simply put the sins in season. All right, Hodgson, thank you so much for coming out and thank being you. a part of this hour or ish moment oh, on fruit snacks podcast for listening every episode we wrap up with a segment called in season and this okay. segment is just something that you've t- taken interest in within the past week or so um so i'm gonna start with my in season to give you a chance to think about yours <laughs> and then when you're ready we'll go okay so just take your second so my in season this week is um a youtube series um on vice and it it, it, it um, kind of generates this kind of conversation of uh, different subsex of people and how they view um america socially and so the episode that i saw was conservative and progressive debate on feminism so it was a group mm, of women I like that. and they were talking about abortion and um feminism and who d- who this and that and that blah yeah, blah yeah. and it was cool because i feel like there's like a big dichotomy of like um kind of uh, polarizing opposites right like yeah. super conservative or super less yeah yeah, yeah. and it was cool to watch that even within conservative people lean more way more less conservative than others and vice versa and mm-hmm. people were kind of meeting in the middle mm-hmm. and I felt like it was a really healthy conversation, yeah. um, at least this episode. Yeah. Um. So there's a ten minute mini episode where they kind of splice out the important bits and yeah. then there's like an hour long where they show you the full conversation
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i started getting frustrated with their they're speaking because i was like fuck this is what i would say da, da, da. but then people would say it and i'm like yes yeah. you know so Isn't it's very it that
1: also surprising how many people are in the middle like- um
0: which i think is a is really america yeah because yeah. i feel like i fall in the middle yeah i would definitely lean more democratic liberal yeah, sure. as far as for socially sure. yeah. but i yeah. think um, a lot of conservative type friends or people that have spoken about things. I understand yeah. where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, not necessarily that we agree, but I'm yeah. like, that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then there was one that was like um, conservative gays and conservative oh, uh, liberal gays, and they were talking about gay movements and stuff like oh, that, and trans, that yeah. yeah, and then blacks and Latinos, and yeah, so it's really oh, cool, that's really and interesting. it really um, it kind of what we were touching base on, where it really diversifies one subsect where everyone kind of gets lumped in as like Latino yeah. or black, yeah. when within that there's, there's black so conservatives black republicans yeah. who really supported trump yeah, for sure and yeah. they were explaining their side so it was yeah. like really interesting to see that whether you yeah. agree or disagree i'm like yeah. everyone comes from a different experience yeah. so it was really cool to see that um so yeah that was yo, my in season for the week people. so what about you girl
1: yo i really don't remember
0: <laughs> um, well i think <laughs> because I you're vegan
1: oh true 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 everyone i'm vegan <laughs> I'm an Asian that's vegan. Uh, that's not as unusual anymore. But
0: I was, we were going to say, because Hajin um, came out oh, to yes, Long yes, Beach yes, to yes. film. And
1: do you uh, want to talk we, about yeah, where we went? we, uh, I've been wanting to try this restaurant for a year because it was in San Diego and they finally opened the Long Beach location. It's called Plant power fast food. Uh-huh. And it's so cute. It's like vegan In-N-Out. They have all types of vegan burgers. Okay, let's not
0: push it. It's not like In-N-Out, okay, bitch. it's not In-N-Out. <laughs> it's like but... vegan Jack-in-the-Box.
1: Bitch, it is <laughs> way better than Jack-in-the-Box. Fuck you. No.
0: Cross Carl's Jr.
1: No, that's disgusting. No, it's its own thing. There's a lot of different types of burgers and there's, there's shakes and there's fries yeah. and anyway, it's fast food, but it's all veganized and it's really cute and um... Everyone go to Long Beach and try it. And I, w- save I will the animals.
0: say they shouldn't really call themselves fast food because that food did okay, not that come out Okay, that shit did fast. take
1: a long time. <laughs> but they
0: did just open, so maybe they're like figuring yeah. it out. Yeah, up. yeah,
1: I think I think they are trying to. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting brain dead. But please go because it was I, delicious. I had a um, cheeseburger,
0: uh, cheeseburger with like, fake bacon with bacon, yeah. and it tasted bomb as fuck. And to I, me. Yeah,
1: I had a chicken. Um, chicken burger sorry and my friend thought it was real chicken yeah
0: yeah so go check it out it's good
1: fake meat I will say that I don't really like mock meats but it's good fake meat
0: so with that said I think that wraps up this episode as Um. always thank you guys so much for listening you can follow us on um, Instagram at fruit snacks pod or you can email us at fruit snacks pod at gmail.com we do post stuff on our Instagram as far as engagement we do little um polls and stuff like that and we do shout you out on our episode and like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode if you're listening please screenshot and just tag it um at fruit snacks pod on instagram and then we'll repost your posts but as always thank you so much for listening and hajin thank you so much for being a guest thank you and we will catch you guys next week on fruit snacks bye -bye. Mm, bye all right, guys, so let's jump right into these fruit facts. This week, we only have about two fruit facts to jump into. Um, it's more of a clarification for things that we spoke about, about um, American and Korean cuisine. But before we jump into that, I wanted to clarify um, and shout out Hodgin's Instagram. So if you want to check out Hodgin's life and follow her on Instagram, her Instagram handle is at Hodgkin Cho, spelled H-A-J-I-N-C-H-O. That's Hodgkin Cho. And um, yeah, you can check her out on Instagram through that handle. First things first is when we talk about kimchi, um, I think I realize that some people might not know what kimchi is, but just a little back. Um, information, some background about kimchi is kimchi is a staple in Korean cuisine. It's a famous traditional side dish of salted and fermented vegetables, such as Napa cabbage and Korean radish made with a widely varying selection of seasonings, including gochugaru, scallions, garlic, ginger, and jot gal. I'm probably butchering that Korean. But it pretty much is just like pickled vegetables. Um, Not pickled in the sense of like American cuisine, like a dill pickle. But the flavor is a little bit spicy, a little bit sweet, and a little bit tangy. Um, I don't think there's anything necessarily similar to it in American culture cuisine, but it is something worth checking out. And then there's also, when we talked about Moonster cheese, when we were saying that's what she liked as a child, it actually was Colby Jack. And Colby Jack cheese is just a blend between Colby and Monterey Jack cheese. It's the, ma- the marble cheese that you would see at the grocery store, like by Sargento. But as always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next week on Fruit Snacks.